It's now time for the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and produced by Jerry Hazard. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Peer Group. You can follow the Main Event Sports Show at MainEventSports101.com. You can also follow the Main Event Sports Show on Twitter at MeSports. And you can also download the Main Event Sports Show app. Just go to your favorite app store and search Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the Main Event. Right now, Izzo and uh, Mark D'Antonio, the uh, head coach of the football team, both of their heads are on the chopping block. And I think that, you know, even though it is, you know, that right now UConn is being announced that they are under investigation. You have everything going on with the FBI uh, and the fact that those investigations are still going on. The NCAA, while that is something that they're going to have to start looking into, I really think that, Haven, there's going to have to be some major changes before they can even move forward with looking into any of these cases because right now I think that the NCAA is toothless to really do anything. I mean, how, how can you levy any sort of fines when you were complicit in actively, um, you know, covering up rapes? Like, I mean, from, from the very top down, like, to me, I think that there needs to be a complete and total overhaul done before anything can really happen with any of these investigations. Well, no, so now... Here's the problem with the NCAA, and this is something I said on Twitter before, and I'm going to kind of uh, expound on that now. You know, Ice-T said it best. Money controls the world, and that's it. Once you got it, then you can talk power. Um, so when Ice-T like, pinned that, that, that is so true. This is all about money and power, and unfortunately, the student-athletes don't have any money. So they're powerless in a situation. And the way the NCAA works is um, it's, it's not built for these times. So right now, what, what things the NCAA can do, if you are a student athlete and you try to sell your jersey, you're in trouble. If you try to enrich a student athlete by giving him or her uh, in any type of quote unquote improper benefits, whether that's housing, uh, jewelry, cars, clothes, and or money, that's wrong. You'll get sanctioned for that and you'll get punished. Now, what we're seeing happen is that you saw this with Baylor, where they knew Art Browse, the head coach, the AD, were covering up. Um, alleged domestic violence against women perpetrated by the football team. Now it's covered up by the administration. NCAA has yet to rule on that. Uh, you saw what happened with the Penn State allegations. The NCAA really didn't know what to do. They came down pretty hard and heavy on Penn State, but it took them a while to do it because that's not their wheelhouse. Uh, you want to see it now in Michigan State. You know, it's an obvious cover-up by the president of the NCAA, of the NCAA by the president university athletic director and it's going to be interesting to see what happens because right now the only thing the NCAA has has done or has shown in the past 10 15 years will punish you if you benefit the students but if you rape molest 
physically harm student athletes, we're not going to do anything to you. Yeah, and, and, and that is a horrible precedent. And but I will say this for the NCAA, that's not their their wheelhouse. That wasn't what they're okay. created for. And, and, but you know but what? Times are changing. I, I was going to say, uh, unfortunately. That needs to be your real house because you're supposed to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. You're supposed to be able to monitor all your member institutions, and you're supposed to be keeping an eye on everything, uh, you know, that's going on with these member institutions because you are the one who makes, uh, you know, your money off governing these folks. So if you can't do your job and you're unable to govern, then why are you in power? And to me, the NCAA needs a complete ho overhaul. If they cannot... You know, if they cannot run the business of monitoring and enforcing their rules on their member institutions, then they don't need to be in power. There needs to be, everybody always says, okay, well, the NCAA is punitive arm. They just don't have enough manpower to be able, be able to watch after the schools, to really go through and clear every athlete, to really know what's going on. And my point is this. With as big as the money is now, and with so much, you know, they take in a lot of money, and they make a whole lot of money to do their job. If they can't do their job, then there needs to be a change. And I don't know if you need a, a whole new governing body. I don't know if you need to change the structure. Maybe, you know, people have talked about the Power Five schools leaving and, and going and starting their own kind of group of five uh, league. But something needs to happen because... It's been shown too many too many times, and this being a blatant, you know, show of breaking the law. Like Mark Emmert should go to jail because he knew that these, he should go these to jail. rapes, thirty-seven counts of rape, were covered up by the president of the NCAA. If the head of the snake is fraudulent, then you need to burn down the whole. You story. know, and to me, the, the really upsetting thing about this is, like I said before. The NCAA has all sorts of uh, penalties and rules regulations if you materially benefit the student athlete. But when you physically harm, emotionally harm the student athlete, there's nothing there. Break real laws. <coughs> Break real laws. There's nothing there for you. You know, and that can't happen. No, you, that cannot happen. And what you see now, what you see playing out now, is that you'll see and you'll read from certain sports writers and, and certain guys on radio talking about the sanctity of the student-athlete, why we can't pay players any money because it's the sanctity of, of student-athletics and these are amateurs and not pros. No, this is a multi-billion dollar business. And... This has never been better, uh, better displayed, more on display than it is right now. Hey, this is a billion dollar business. We had the president of Michigan State, the board of directors, came out, supported the president, who also helped cover this up with athletic director of Michigan State, supported the president before she resigned, saying she's raised millions of dollars. She's built dorms. and She's but all this money to athletic department. So we're going to stand by her. So we're going to take the hundreds of millions of dollars she's bringing in to university above the 150 plus women that were sexually assaulted by your doctor. I mean, at, Crazy. The, at, at the end of the day, it's like this. The NCAA has continued to show 
d- preferential treatment depending on who who it is. Like Louisville was not the first team to get caught having ladies provide services to student athletes and 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 parents of students on visits. No, the first people that we heard do that was Lane Kiffin at Tennessee with actual students. Okay, it's one thing to bring in a, a lady and some strippers and, and whatever else from off campus. Lane Kiffin was using actual scholarship students as his army of women to host these players and to provide whatever services needed, including, you know, sexual acts and other things. And not only did Tennessee not get investigated by the NCAA, Lane Kiffin didn't even get a reprimand. It went away. They swept it under the rug. And this happens at Tennessee, but they are a big land-grant university that supplies a lot of money to the NCAA, so the NCAA looked the other way. And that's literally exactly the same thing that happened with the University of Louisville, and nothing was done. I don't have a problem with the NCAA levying a penalty against Louisville. But when you go so punitive with Louisville, but then in situations like Tennessee, you let it go and don't even do anything because of who they are? What's that? How about Miami? Absolutely. What about Miami? You, I mean, you let Miami off with literally Miami a slap on the wrist. The death penalty. A slap on the wrist. You got checks, uh, videotapes. Checks, paying players, playing coaches, strippers, hookers, bodies on bolts. They literally did everything they did. They could over a seven-year period, and they got a slap on the wrist when that university should have been shut down from an athletic department standpoint, paying the basketball players, paying the football players. They were doing everything, and the NCAA let them off. And that's why I talk about what happened with North Carolina, academic fraud spanning over 20 years, and the NCAA just said, oh, well, we can't do anything about that. Because you have to regular students. Those are excuses that they give to the universities that they want to give excuses to. Duke. Duke as well. Duke has never gotten in trouble, even though it's documented they paid players. Also, Alabama football. They were in steroids. During their steroids, the the deer antler spray was a huge story where they were uh, knowingly giving their athletes a supplement that they said had steroid-like effects. On those players. They used it all year. The Alabama did not do anything about it. The NCAA did not look into it. And then at the end of the year, they quit using the supplements and went on like nothing ever happened. The NCAA picks and chooses who they want to give grace to because these institutions, like the Alabamas, like the Dukes, like the North Carolinas, send the biggest checks to the NCAA and they're going to protect their cash cow. There you go. And now their day has come. NCAA. Mark Emmert, all you guys, y'all deserve to go to jail. They do. They do deserve to go to jail, as does most of Michigan State's administration. Absolutely. Needs to go to jail, as the U.S. Olympic Committee, because they knew what was going on. This happened in 2010, Haven. It's not like he got the information six months ago and sat on it. 2010, so that means somebody at the NCAA had to receive this information. They probably went through several hands before it got to the president, and nobody said anything. Nothing. What's that there at Baylor? The the president of university knew, athletic director knew, the head coach knew that they were covering up ways to try to pay women off, to be quiet about the, the sexual assault. I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy. The bottom line is, guys are getting away with. There's time for a change. There has to be a change. It has to be an independent body. Guys who don't make their money from college athletics. You cannot enforce any type of discipline when you are getting paid by the people you're supposed to be watching. It does not work. It, it can't work. That's why, like, when the whole scandal came out with the FBI 
finding colleges where paying players and the AU circuit was dirty. We, everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. That was like the worst kept secret ever because that's the only way the NCAA makes money is off of college basketball, so they had to let the cash cow go. Tired of this, Jay. I'm tired of it. Rage against the machine, baby. But you know what? I, I found out some information uh, when I was in uh, Sacramento, California, man. I got some information about Rick Pitino. Who was the money guy behind this uh, investigation? I got the information. Mm. I got it. Uh-oh. I got, the, I got the top news. I'm going to share it with you after this uh, small break that we take. Haven, Rashawn, it's good to see you guys. I'm back in the city. Glad to have you back, man. Man, I had a good time. But it wasn't a good time, but it was a good time. I'm talk to you about who's the main guy behind this FBI scandal, University of Louisville, the man mm-hmm. who had the money for Katina Powell. Coming up next. over 90 and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. When you join the Fuel Rewards program at Shell and get instant gold status, you'll save on every fill, every day. But you'll feel like you just won a dance-off competition that saved the world. That's what it feels like to have gold status with the Fuel Rewards program at Shell. With gold status, you'll save five cents with every gallon from the first fill. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving today. Restrictions apply. Active gold status required. Introductory offer valid for six months after activation. Limit 20 gallons at participating Shell stations. See fuelrewards.com gold for full details. Sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind I hear my conscience call Telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove For the first time in my life, I see I need love There I was, giggling about the games that I had played with many hearts 
drops and I'm not saying no names Then the thought occurred, teardrops made my eyes burn Cause I said to myself, look what you've done to her I can feel it inside, I can't explain how it feels All I know is that I'm never dishing of the raw deal Playing make-believe, pretending that I'm true Holding in my laugh as I say that I love you Saying I'm more, kissing you on the ear Whispering I love you and I'll always be here Hey, hey, that's an oldie but goodie that. Oh, man, love that, love that. LL Cool J, James Todd. I need love. The song he lifted for MC Shandy. <laughs> what y'all know about that? MC Shan. Yes, he lifted that song for MC Shan. Hey, man, I can yeah. tell you about uh, yeah. Chris Forehand back in the days had a chance to uh, meet LL Cool J. Uh-oh. Back in the early 80s. In the rap battle? Rock, Rockwell C. Yeah, man, it was off the chain, man. It was off the chain, man. But anyway, hey. Like I said, it's good to see you guys, man. And uh, I was gone for eight days, and uh, it was it was a gloomy uh, little time off of vacation with Sean and Haven. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's, it's rough. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, of course, uh, Jeff Ellis, man. Uh, once again, a big shout out to you and your right. family. Yeah. Uh, you know, and everything that uh, that you're going through. Uh, you know, you, you main event for life. Yeah, so, brother. You yeah. know, yeah. hey, yeah. big praying. shout out. We're praying for Jeff Ellis all the way from Sacramento, California. We're asking you guys to continue to keep praying for him and his family, and his wife as well too, and uh, see what happens, man. And uh, and our condolences go out to uh, another high school, former high school friend of mine, Mr. Jesse Evans, who laid to rest last mm. weekend. Mm. And uh, the condolences go out to the Evans family as well, too, to his children as well, too, and the Fern Creek Nation, all right, back in the early 80s. Haven, Rashawn, real quick, man, um, just to tell you guys before I bring Mark, uh, Mark Bacon in all the way from Washington, D.C., the guy behind the money man, the FBI scandal. Uh-oh. Wow. Steve Massiono. Messioni, Messioni, whatever. Messiello. Messiello, whatever his name is. Yeah, he was the man behind the money with Andre McGee. He was the main man behind it, man. And uh, there's a lot going on, man. There's so much to cover from NFL and the NBA. Mr. Uh, Donald Mitchell didn't make the uh, dunk contest, uh, Rashawn and Haven. I wonder why. Well, I, I think they're still getting together the. Uh the the can you know the participants for all the events yeah. i know that they just announced that donovan mitchell not only will be playing in the rising star challenge so congrats congratulations to him for that uh he will also be participating in the nba skills challenge competition oh, there we uh, go. so uh he's going to at least be in in two events and i think that they're, they're just you know, not so fast sweetheart i think that's still an opportunity for donovan mitchell uh you know to be included in the uh, nba dunk contest so uh we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens you Mark Bagan text text message me like going north. I was in uh, Sacramento last week. Let me let me get him live on the radio. Mark Bacon. What's up? Man, you know what I'm gonna do to you? What's that? Man, you text me one more time. <laughs> if you text me at one o'clock in Sacramento time, I'ma hurt you. Oh my god, I'm sorry, man. I thought this was like tough times in Red <laughs> Brother versus brother. Man, I'm and, a, but I'm sorry. I'ma hurt you, man, like going north. <laughs> uh, I deserve it, man. I'll let you do a little bit, and then I'll fight back. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on in D.C., man? Well, I got uh, big news is I think Skins are going to franchise Cousins. Oh, wow. Yeah, $34 million. Wow. Well, that's how messed up the, the organization is, you know? <laughs> that's how messed up the organization is. They can't make the guy a, a decent contract offer because they can't decide if he's worth it or not. So they're going to be like for the third year in a row. Well, we'll try once more. You know. Uh, I, I, you know the the. the 
you know, the, the, I, what, what, what's what's the um the, the old saying? It's like twice twice shy, once bitten, or something like that. They, they're afraid to commit to anybody. Like you know, they, they went all in, you know, for for RG three, and since then they've just kind of gone, you know, kind of shy and sheepish with just pretty much everybody who's ever come through that building, other than RG three, uh, because you know that 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 didn't necessarily work out. So now cousins, the guy who replaced him and that they love, now they don't want to commit to him either. Exactly. I mean, you know, they messed up RG3. I mean, they, they, they put him back in a Seahawks game. We all know that story. He got creamed. Um, I think it played with his head the following year. He probably wasn't ready to go back out there. They trotted him out. But the other news was in 2016, they offered Cousins something like $18 million. And that would have looked like a bargain right now. And Cousins' agent said, like, don't do it. And there were, like, four games left, and Cousins throws – you know, something like 12 touchdowns, one interception, skins go to NFC East Championship, or, you know, they, they, they win the conference. And since then, you know, they just don't know what's going on because we don't have a Bobby Beathard. And, you know, Jay Haz knows what I'm talking about. Bobby Beathard, one yes, of the sir. greatest GMs, you know, that ever was in the NFL. And now we don't have a GM. we got this guy, Bruce Allen, who's a tool, uh, Dan Snyder, <laughs> who's a tool, and, you know, the, the franchise is just total disarray. But I want to jump back in on what you guys are saying. I mean, these are, these are just like bad times in the NCAA all over the place. And, and what Jay, the knowledge he dropped on us with Stevie Massiello, um, that's just horrible, man. That's just horrible. I mean, it, it is horrible. And what makes it worse is it, it seems like it's, 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 it's rampant. You know, like, you've mm-hmm. had three major universities. You know, first you had, you know, Penn State with molesting young boys for 20-plus years. Mm-hmm. You know, then you had, you know, now they had Baylor for the past, you know, five, six years, you know, covering up uh, domestic assaults by the football players. You know, now coming to light, you have uh, another decade-long, decades-long scandal with Michigan State and their Dr. Larry Nasser and the sexual assaulting of, you know, gymnast, and you know, it's just crazy stuff. It's just crazy. Like, he was the only physician allowed to see like these 13, 14 year old girls at any hours of the day or night. I mean, what? Yeah, that, no, that's lunacy. And, and the word is, you know, with this Michigan State thing that, that Mark Emmert knew all this stuff, or he was alerted to it for years and covered it up. And this, this touches back on. Like, Jay Billis has been sitting there, you know, one of the great commentators on the state of sports, a very smart man with ESPN, um, and talking about how the NCAA is just crooked as a stick, man. And now this is all coming to light, and you tell me that prostitutes are morally repugnant, but molesting, like, 12- and 14-year-old girls for decades is okay. I mean, come on, man. Who, Who makes these rules up, you know? Uh, it's just crazy. Now, now to me, the, the next question is going to be, because I, I know we live in, in Louisville, Kentucky, which is the the home of college basketball. You know, Absolutely. Like, like, what does this do for the sport as a whole? Because you know, college basketball is, is already, you know, falling in, in popularity, you know, falling behind, you know, some other major sports, you know, football, uh, the NBA, ba- you know, uh, Major League Baseball, you know, it's it's – Behind all those sports, and it seems like we do keep taking these hits. You know how much further like could this damage college basketball as as a whole? 
I just think the NCAA needs a whole overhaul. My, uh, Mark, what do you think? I, I agree with you, Rashawn. I really do. It just seems like, and it's not just college basketball, because you, you, I think one of you guys has said earlier that, that uh, college basketball was the big money maker, but it's really college football, which is the big money maker. And I think they're covering stuff up that's going on with college football, because that's what caused all this conference realignment stuff. I still kind of think in my heart that Louisville should be in the Big East. I, I hate the whole breakup of the Big East. Of course, I'm up here in Big East country, um, and it just doesn't seem right to not have Maryland and the, and the ACC and not have Louisville in the Big East. But a few more hits to college basketball, and it's like they're going to pull the, the shades down on it. They're going to turn the lights out. It's just not going to, you know, it's not going to happen. And I'm an NBA fan. I'm not going to make any apologies for it. I have been my whole life, and I'm really happy to see that the NBA is starting to ascend. But I say that more because I'd like to see the NBA challenge Major League Baseball and the NFL. You know, I think totally professional. I like professional sports. It's just bigger, faster, leaner, stronger. You know, it, it is what it is. They don't make pretense about what it is they do. Y'all agree? Oh, absolutely, and, and, and I think that because it's a professional league, uh, you know, that they are handled and, and, you know, carry themselves as professionals. I love the professional leagues, but let's not kid ourselves. College athletics, these guys are pro players. I mean, these guys are at those schools being treated as professional athletes. They're getting professional training, and it's pretty much a feeder system uh, for the, you know, NFL and the NCAA. And, Mark, to me, the NCAA has always completely been a sham to where they try to talk about student athlete this and student athlete Amateur that, athletics. And, you know, and they try to put this face forward. But then in the background, they're doing everything they can to make as much money as possible. But when you continue to have all these situations happen, if anybody thinks that this, 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 what's going on with these rapes at Michigan State and NCAA knowing about it, and, and that's the only stuff that the NCAA has probably gotten wind of early and then did nothing about it, I guarantee you this is not an isolated incident. And this is a problem that, uh, you know, I've had with the NCAA for years now. And my hope is that the, the government steps in, puts the hammer to the NCAA, and major reform happens. Because this system that is right now is broken, and it does not work. Absolutely. I mean, the, the whole term student-athlete is a joke. I mean, i got to laugh. i got to wipe spit off my mouth, you know, when I hear that. Because... You know, how many kids come out of this system? How many, how many of these young people are like, well, I'm, I'm going to use a line. When I first, the first night I met Haven Harrington, and this is like, what, Haven, 2011, 2012, on Philip Bailey's defunct radio show, Noise and Notes. And I sat there and referenced Colonel Calipari in his white linen suit and string tie in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm going to say it again. I don't want to say exactly what it is, and it's not isolated to the Big Blue Nation. But it rhymes with slavery. You know, <laughs> you're putting these kids, you know, through a system, yeah. and you're benefiting off of them, and you're making millions of bucks off of them. And if their grandmother dies, what are they going to do? Ask people in the dormitory for money so they can get home to the funeral? That ain't right. That's just not right. No, that's Morally not. repugnant. No, it's not right. And you know, I mean, this is modern-day slavery. I mean, you're making billions of dollars off the backs of free labor. Basically, Basically it is. It's it's free labor. I beg to differ. You don't have to pay the players. 
you give them quote unquote scholarships, that's nowhere near the amount of money they bring in. I mean, you're talking about these guys are signed. The ACC is trying to sign like a 30, 40, you know, billion dollar TV deal with ESPN, and each school is going to get like 35 million dollar cuts and all this great stuff. They're going to build these great facilities, and all this great stuff is going to happen. And you know, the players get used and abused. In the course of, in the case of Michigan State and, and women's gymnastics. They get sexually assaulted and they got nothing for it. Yeah, because we're, we're gonna protect it. But I, w- I want to hear out. I heard Jay has say like, "I beg to differ." Jay, give us, you know, come on, join in. Man, Calipari took a thirty thirty ESPN, and these kids here is like Calipari said, "You come, you come play for me, kid. One or two, you, you're a millionaire." And every kid is special. The Calipari said to come through his program. You know, I, I could say the difference between Rick Pitino. You know, it, it's it's you can say anything you want about Calipari. Calipari's well, I'm not, you know, it's not just, you know, that's maybe a bad example, Jay, and I apologize. It, but for every DeMarcus Cousins, there's a, there's a Daniel Orton. For every John Wall, there's uh, how many failed guards that have come uh, out of there? Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Tyler uh, Harrow, uh, Ryan Harrow. Right, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, for... I mean it, it, the Harrisons, you know, maybe they're, they're doing okay, but it's, you know, the whole thing with, with um, Zion Williamson this week, and what comes to light between Zion and uh, Diallo at yeah, UK? Wow! That you know, uh, you know, we Diallo says like they tried to sell me at Duke. This thing will take care of you for life. And and uh, my boy Colonel Calipari says like you know this is socialism. Well, I want I want to send hey, the coach what a definition of socialism is. And I think that what Duke does for players is good because they are helping these kids, even if they don't. Uh, have the attrition rate going into the NBA that UK does, which is phenomenal, and I'm really happy. But, you know, I, I also have to say, you know, sometimes I, I sit there and in astonishment when I look at lists of players that went one and done at UK and who's actually successful and who isn't. And, I mean, the scales are tilted, man. you got to admit that. You've got to admit that. Whereas kids at Duke are really, you know, doing well because they're not being sold this, this dream of the NBA, and you know you're gonna make it. Well, let me real quick. Uh, that's Mark Bacon all the way from Washington D.C. Hey, Bake man, uh, your last comments, man. I gotta open up this other line, let's get some other callers in, but I got I want to take your last comment. Absolutely. Um, well, first of all, um, I was I, I I just think the NCAA thing is, is is just one of the great tragedies in sports, and it's gonna get worse. And I really hope it all survives. I really do because. Um, you know, it's a great thing. And I know how many people find March Madness and all this really special. Mm-hmm. And my last comment is, Jay has, you got Big Blue Nation on that line trying to kill me. Tell them I live in Washington State, okay? <laughs> 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 hey, big man, you tickle me, man. I swear, you get... You can text me now, man. You can text me at uh, 12 o'clock in the morning if you want to. <laughs> I'm going to do it, man, at 1 o'clock in the morning. All right? Y'all take care. Peace to West Louisville. Love you guys. Hey, yeah. thanks, Martin. That's right. And that's uh, our man Mark Bacon from Man Event D.C. calling in. Hey, you can go to maneventsports101.com and read some of his uh, great articles, especially about the NBA. He has an article up right now talking about the new NBA All-Star Game format, he has a great article about the Cards' uh, loss yes, sir. to Miami. So, hey, go check him out. You know, also, while you're, while you're checking him out, we need you guys to come down to the Old Little Pizza Company, 1201 South 1st Street. I haven't been down there yet. You need to come down there Monday night, I mean, I, February 5th. 
Monday night between 7 and 8 p.m. Come and hang out with Jay Haz, Haven, Rashawn Myers, the main event sports shows. We do a live taping. I got something for you and Rashawn. Of the main event sports show. A- a- anybody in love? Anybody Anybody want to show some love and feel some love tonight? Yeah. I mean, seriously. I want to say I want to say some love. It's back in the days on the quiet storm. I just, I just had to throw this out there. Throw it out there. Haven and Rashawn, I know you might not like this. Oh, Lord. Here it comes. <laughs> okay. The J-Hat special. We'll be right back with the main event sports. Haven and Rashawn. over 90 and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. They say, want a new wireless plan? Gotta buy a new phone. At Simple Mobile, we say, just bring your own phone. Then pop in a Simple Mobile SIM card and boom, you've got 30-day unlimited plans starting at just $25 with nationwide coverage on a lightning-fast 4G LTE network, all with no contract. You can keep it complicated or you can mobile simple with Simple Mobile. Available nationwide at Best Buy, Simple Mobile dealers, and authorized retailers. See the latest terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com. Days, hey, dear Yvette. That was the jam. Man, that was the jam. We're talking about jams and things back in the day coming back in style. Vince McMahon. Yes, sir. Dropped a bombshell. Wow. The return of the XFL. Now, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm a football fanatic. I love football. I'm, not, I'm sure you're crazy about it. Yeah, yeah you know what? Actually, I, I went to an XFL game. watched the Memphis Maniacs. Down in Memphis, Tennessee, and let me tell you, it was, it was awesome. I'm not gonna lie, it was awesome, and I'm excited to see Vince McMahon come back with XFL. I was a little upset with this press conference that, you know, it's not gonna be as as much individuality as it may have been the first go around. You know, he's he always said first that the players were not kneel, 
at the National Anthem. He's going to ban all that sort of stuff. Uh, he would not hire any players at all that has any criminal records, not a DUI or nothing. So it's I'm not sure how many guys he's going to get, but that, that rules out Johnny Menzel <laughs> off the top. So it's like Tim Tebow and I don't know who I was going to get. Did you see WWE the other night? Hey, no, I missed it Monday. A 25-year anniversary. Huge. Guess who came out there on stage? Stone Cold. Steve Austin. Yes, sir. But, man, I, so I, I'm, I'm excited about the whole XFL. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Uh, he's going to two-year uh, – it's, it's going to start with 2020, I do believe. So, yeah, two years from this, uh, from actually two years from January. So, two years from this month, he's going to kick off this and give him plenty of time to get all the kinks worked out. He's invested $100 million of his own money uh, to make this happen. So, man, that, that's going to be awesome. And speaking of awesome, tonight, 8 o'clock at the Yum Center, the world's two tallest head coaches are going to go at it. <laughs> For a battle supremacy of an over six foot seven head coach battle between your University of Louisville, the Beak with Teeth, the Fighting Cardinal Birds, going against the Demon Deacons or the Evangelicals. <laughs> yeah, it went, it went down on Wednesday. The, the, you know, the, the backdrop of this game, Haven, is absolutely um, all about the fact that Louisville has to bounce back from a tough, tough loss. Uh, I think that they started to read their own ple- press clippings and, and, and kind of got a little full of themselves down there in South Beach. They were right feeling good. They had the little mommies on the beach telling them how great they were because they came out and played one of the sloppiest games of the year since they really righted the ship after the U.K. game. The, I really and truly believe the team was uh, unfocused. I really think the team was um you know, really more about being cocky. I think Dinga Dale kind of forgot what had made him very successful over the last several games, which, which is, is not dribbling, focusing on defense, rebounding, not trying to do too much on his own. He shot three of fifteen or three of sixteen in that game, and I think it's all about Louisville coming out tonight versus Danny Manning and getting back to you know the basics of you know being structured playing together uh and, and just playing the type of basketball that puts you on a winning streak to begin with absolutely because they should not have lost that game in miami and they would only be one game back right now of virginia who's sitting at 20 and one and undefeated in the acc that's crazy i don't think anybody saw virginia no nah, nah, not at all being 21 like nobody's getting it done man that's crazy Rashawn, what's the latest news about V.J. Kings? Talking about transferring? That's what I'm hearing. Uh, you know what? I- I'm going to say this because I've heard some people talking about V.J. King. Is he going to transfer? Where's he going to transfer to? Like, to me, David Patrick is probably giving V.J. more rope than anybody, any other coach would have ever saw would because V.J. King is still starting for Louisville. But when he's in the game, the brother's not doing anything. He's literally giving Louisville next to nothing. So my, my thing to VJ is quit worrying about transferring. Quit trying to think that somewhere else is going to, you know, right your ills. All your problems are made on your own. Get better. I'm tired of this with VJ. I mean, look, here's the thing. VJ is long. He's tall. He's athletic. But he doesn't have a high basketball IQ, which holds him back. And, yes, he's athletic. But because he doesn't have that, that high basketball IQ, he doesn't know how to really use his athleticism. And that's the problem. Like, he thinks that he's going to take on off, cross somebody over, go to the paint, 
and do something. No. He's going to try to cross somebody over, cross himself up, turn the ball over, turn the ball over, and then not play defense. I mean, VJ needs to work on his IQ. He needs to work on his basketball IQ, understanding when to go, when to go, understanding what's a good shot, understanding what's not a good shot. You need to work on your ball handling and get your defense. Quit going for every pump fake. So when you can do that, because I, I don't think, you know, transferring for me to, it's not you know, gonna help. is not going to help him. VJ needs to get better. He has all the physical tools in the world. I got the opportunity to talk to Hall of Fame legendary uh, NBA player Bob McAdoo. I sat with him at the last U of L home game and got to kind of discuss a lot of things. A lot of players with Bob. He scouts for the Miami Heat, and you know, he he really loved what he saw to Ding Adele. He really really raved about Ray Spalding. But the thing about VJ King and he discussed it, and I told him the way what I saw, and he agreed with me. That VJ has all the tools to be a very, very good player at the next level, but he's got to work on his IQ because the kid doesn't know whether he's coming or going. You know, because thing is like he has the height, he even has the weight, uh, the length. You know, the, like I said, the athleticism. But you know, in the NBA, when he goes against other guards and point forwards and things of that nature, they're going to shake him all day long. He's just he's just gonna be, he's, he's gonna be a liability on defense. He needs another year. Like so, some and, people and thought he can't that fill up the buckets to compensate for being light on defense. So some people thought that he would have this big bump and then he'd be this year's version of Donovan Mitchell where the light comes on in the second year. But the biggest difference between Donovan Mitchell and V.J. King is A, Donovan Mitchell's work ethic is second to none. And secondly, Donovan is a very intelligent young man and he listens. He, he does all the little things. And right now, V.J.'s not doing that. So my thing is, son, just keep getting better. Because seriously, like, even if he was a good defensive player, I think he would get drafted. Because then NBA coach would be like, you know what, he can play defense, we can work on the offense. Right. Or if he knew how to really use his offensive game and was a great offensive player, he was like, okay, we can work on his defense, but he can fill up buckets. But right now, he can't do either. So you just kind of a liability at this point. So, you know, he had to get that worked on. Dingadale is hit or miss, he's not consistent. Uh, he still tries to get in trouble by dribbling the ball too much. You know, he can't dribble from side to side. He can dribble great in a straight line, and he can finish. I mean, he's great on fast breaks. He'll just run down a court. But, you know, other than that, he, you know, if he tries to do too much, becomes a liability. And these guys just have to learn how to stay in their lane. When they stay in their lane, this is a dangerous team. Yeah. But when you got Dingadale and VJ trying to be Jordan Pippen, no. You're not Jordan Pippen. You're more like Steve Kerr and Horace Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, so needless to say, Louisville can keep, uh, you know, one game ahead of everybody other than Virginia in the ACC. That's right, people. They are in sole position of second place this far into the season. Rick Crazy. Pitino, I don't think, has ever been had Louisville this, this far into the ACC season in second place. So, David Padgett, he's done his thing. Uh, we'll have to see what they do tonight uh, and uh, see if they can knock off the fighting Danny Manning. Hey, there we go. hey, I just remind everybody, before we go off the air, go to maneventsports101.com. Click on the articles, and we also want you to sign up for Black Panther. We only have like three tickets left for the Black Panther. We have a, a special viewing at Escape Theaters, February 16th. We want you there, but you got to get your ticket through Man of Sports. Go to maneventsports101.com and get that ticket. And also, don't forget... At the end of the month, we have a very special event. 
We want everybody to attend. And that's Jay has a celebrity birthday bash. And next week, we're going to give you more details on how you can get tickets, who's going to be there, where it's going to be, um, the red carpet, who's going to be on the red carpet. You don't want to miss next week's show. Hey. We got some big announcements. And, 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 and they, they say that it's expected that Louisville will have a new defensive coordinator, Brian Van Gorder. Former uh, Notre Dame defensive coordinator. We'll talk about that much, much more next Saturday. Thank you, guys, and thank you for joining the Man of Sports Show. Jay Has, Rashawn Myers. We'll see you next Saturday. <laughs>